I'm Christina and I am a relationship coach and the host of this magical podcast. So welcome to Relationship Realness. This podcast is all about helping you create those long-lasting, healthy relationships that we all desire. With unapologetic realness of everyday relationship struggles we all face together. Welcome to Relationship Realness for your dose of relatability. Hello, my loves. Welcome back to another episode of Relationship Realness. My name is Christina, also known as the Relationship Boss to many. I hope you guys had an amazing weekend. I definitely did. It was a rough weekend, a little bit, to be honest. Um... For those of you who don't know or don't follow me on Instagram, my husband lost a really close friend of his. It was a friend he went to college with, and um, he was suddenly diagnosed with stage four cancer over the the last year or so, and um, he unfortunately lost his battle. And it kind of gets you thinking. Um, We're young. Okay, like I'm 32. Like I I view that as young, but I even remember growing up, like all of my friends, we all thought we were invincible, that nothing bad could ever happen to us because we're young. And I slowly got jaded over the years by seeing, yes, negative and bad things can happen. You can lose friends and loved ones at a very young age. And, you know, it's a really weird time. Obviously, I do not mean to start this episode off on a sad note, but if anything, appreciate your loved ones. Call someone you haven't called in a long time just to tell them you love them or just to tell them you appreciate them and you're thinking about them. Um, Do something exciting. Go on an adventure. Go and live your life and, you know, cherish it. Cherish your, your relationships that you have. If your relationships need work, why wait? Make them the best that they can possibly be because if we just live life waiting, for the right time, for the right day, for the right scenario, for us to have enough finances, right? You're going to be waiting for a really long time. So do the things, plan the vacation, hug someone you love tight and super close to you. And, you know, the timing is really weird because my uncle's birthday is August 31st. Um, And birthdays are always harder when you've lost a loved one than I feel like the anniversary of their death. I too lost my uncle to cancer. Um, and you know, it just makes you think it just puts life in a little bit of perspective to you. So don't wait. That is the thing. Don't wait to call. Don't wait to do, don't wait to invest, just do the things. Okay. But that's not even what this episode is about, but I just wanted to send you that message first and foremost, because it's an important one to share with you all. Um, relationship phases. Okay. So I wanted to talk a little bit about relationship phases today. And I completely made these phases up just from my own experience, the experience I see in relationships around me, the relationships I see in my clients. And um, I know that people have put other relationship phases out there, but these are the ones that like I see that I wanted to share with you. Um, I have five of them. Okay. There are five relationship phases that I notice and some of them are really interesting. And I wanted to share this with you just because 
I've reached this phase in my own relationship um, where me and my husband get in fights and it's almost just like not even a thing that even and no matter how bad the argument are or how horrible of a chapter him and I are going through, our love is like unconditional. Our relationship is unconditional. We are not ending our relationship just because we are going through a rough patch. Instead, we push through and move through it and find ways to solve it. And we don't just run away or we don't just be like, maybe I'm with the wrong person. You know, it's that unconditional phase, which leads me to let's kind of just get into it. Okay. So the first phase that I have is, listen, I didn't freaking name them. I, I just put them what I thought that they would be named. Okay. So the first phase that I have is the get to know you phase. All right. Obviously, it's pretty self-explanatory, but you know, like that phase when you meet someone and, you know, everything feels new and fresh and exciting and you're nervous, right? This is where you're still thinking about every single thing that you are going to say, every single thing that you're going to do. You're overanalyzing every word you send. Oh my God, was that too much? Oh my God, was it not enough, right? Where like there could still be the potential of the game playing where you're like, well, he asked me, he asked me to hang out last time. So I'm not going to ask him or he, I have to ask him this time, like the games where you're honestly just overthinking everything. You're overthinking how often you're seeing that person. You're overthinking, you know, even telling them that you miss them and you're kind of still in that phase where you're afraid to truly speak your mind and just say what you want to say. So like that's like that early phases of dating where it's like very new, very fresh, okay, where everything feels really freaking confusing and really hard and you have no idea even if that person is into you or not, right? And when you work with me, like if we were to work together one-on-one, this is the phase that I really love to help you navigate in the dating world because it can be confusing. It can be really rough. It can make you second guess who you are and how you look and what you say and your feelings and all of those things, right? Okay, so that's like the first phase that I say. Second phase, you got the infamous honeymoon phase, okay? I did not make up that term, obviously, but it's pretty freaking self-explanatory too. This is where you're newly committed to each other, right? You've like recently asked each other to be boyfriend and girlfriend. You're like, okay, we're going to be exclusive. I'm not having sex with anyone else. You sure shit better not be having sex with anybody else, right? You guys are also hooking up all the time. It's new. It's fresh where you're having sex in the morning, afternoon, and night, right? Where you're planning really fun dates, getting adventurous, going out to dinner, going mini golfing, doing all those things. And you honestly still get those like butterfly feelings when you see them and feel the need to get dolled up every time you see them. Maybe, maybe you're letting them start to see you in like your sweats, no makeup, hair up at this point, right? But you still make sure you look cute. Like you still make sure your nails done, your hair looks good, and like you smell good, like you're freshly showered but you're still putting in that effort to like look cute to hang out at home alone in your sweats, right? And in this phase, like I make this note because there's this really weird pattern that I see. It's happened to me. It even happened to my sister. It happens to some of my clients, okay? Where it's like after three months, one of you two in the relationship hits like that freak out phase where you hit that like freak out period of like, oh my God, okay, I think we need to break up. I'm not ready for a real serious relationship. 
And like one of them freaks out that like this could be an actual long term partner, right? Where you're like, I don't know if I'm ready to settle down. I'm not ready to be in anything serious. We're spending way too much time together, right? It's like that panic mode where it like it happens like every like three or four, like the first three or four months. It's like one person breaks up with the other person. And then if the relationship's meant to be, y'all will come back together. Of course, that's what happened with me and my husband. It's what happened with my sister and her partner. And it's what happened with a handful of my clients too. Um, And I was like having a really deep conversation with my husband about the other night over drinks. And I was like, why did you break up with me? Like, what was it about those three months? And he was like, you know, I wasn't sure that I was ready to settle down. I was 20. We met when we were 25 or 24. And he's like, you know, and I really liked you. And I knew that if we were to continue dating, this had the potential to like go long term, of course. And he's like, I was, you know, young and I wasn't sure if I was even ready to settle down. He's like, of course, I liked you. Of course, you were someone that I could see it being a long-term thing with. Obviously, is why we're here now. But he's like, I just wasn't sure I was ready. He's like, we were living in New York City where there's millions of women out there. And I wasn't sure that I was ready to give up on that single life yet. And I was like, okay, that is totally fair, right? And then I asked him because (laughs) during that phase that we were like broken up, I wasn't afraid to tell him that I missed him. I didn't do it in like an overbearing type of way, but like, I would text him that I missed him. I would text him that I was thinking about him. And then, you know, our schedules aligned where we would both be on our way home at the same time. I've recorded a podcast about this before. And, you know, I would get on the train and I would see him. And he knew that I was still into it and that I liked him, which kind of made him feel more comfortable to get back together with me and really try to make it long term, right? He's like, why would I let something really good go that was continuing to show itself to me? And I asked him, I said, well, what really was it? He was like me knowing that you were also really into the relationship too, by you telling me that you liked me, by you telling me that you missed me, but in a very like nonchalant, casual way, which is what I did because I was just telling him what I felt. I just wasn't overthinking it. But I also wasn't like calling him every day and texting him all day. I was just, you know, showing him little bits of me every now and then by seeing him on the train and by just texting him being like, thinking of you, miss you. And obviously, of course, posting the fire Instagram photos that he just could not resist. Okay. But, you know, or like we would tag each other in photos on Instagram and that type of thing. Um, And he brought up a good point where it's like, and I said, you know, a lot of like people, A lot of women especially, they expect the men to do all of the pursuing and all of the courting and all of the I like you, I want this and all of those things. And us as women, we often forget that men have feelings too and other people want to feel wanted and loved as well. And other people and guys especially want to know that we like them. They can't just assume it. You got to tell them, right? And we're also used to like, well, he has to pursue me and he has to court me. And I honestly never really operated that way when I was dating. It was like, I'm just going to tell these people how I feel and see where it gets me. I'm just going to be casual about it. And I'm just going to say what's on my mind. And I'm not going to overthink the situation. And whatever is meant to be is just going to be. And it worked out in my favor, right? So regardless, Within the honeymoon phase, you may experience that like freak out breakup, right? After like a three or four month period. Okay. Next phase that I have is the like year mark. 
that like right when you pass the fact that you've been together for a year and things start to feel super real now, okay, you have your first fight, your first argument, one person may start to pull away a little bit more and you're not their entire center of the world anymore, right? Like when you're in that honeymoon phase or the get to know you phase, like you hang out like every single night in a row. You see them both nights of the weekend. You see them all the time. And like I'm find, I find that after that year mark, it's where, okay, I feel comfortable with this person now. We've had our first argument that you survive or don't survive that first argument, right? You start to have that power struggle where you learn how each other are when you get more comfortable with one another. And you start to want to spend a little bit less time up each other's asses for a lack of a better term, right? One partner's like, I haven't seen my friends in a while, and they start to go and hang out with their friends more often, which may leave the other person second-guessing things, being like, are you still into me? I don't know, right? But this is where the relationship is truly starting to get tested. This is where if you can survive those first couple arguments and really see the other person for who they are when you take off that like mask that we wear during those get-to-know-you-and-honeymoon phases is if your relationship is going to kind of like pursue past that like one year mark. So this is where like you really, really, really start to learn about each other. You start to walk around with a little bit less makeup on and caring a little less, but you should still always care, of course, but you're just starting to feel a little bit more comfortable and things may feel really, really hard in this phase too, where you're not even sure that the relationship's going to make it. And this is where a lot of people walk away. This is where a lot of people are like, we just can't get on the same page and we don't have the same values. We don't have the same beliefs and, you know, they're not meeting my needs. And what's going to happen is you're going to either realize your differences after a year and you're going to really realize, okay, we don't share the same values. We don't share the same beliefs. So maybe this relationship isn't meant for us. Or you're going to realize, okay, we are on the same page about a lot of things. Okay, we can get through an argument and fight without one of us just running away and breaking up with the other person. Okay, I can start to really feel like I can be myself in this relationship, right? So this is where you're going to hit a, like a lot of bumps in the road. And it's going to be the first time that you really feel like your relationship is tested and it's going to kind of like make or break your relationship, okay? And then next you have the comfort zone. So this is where you start to like really trust your partner. You know they're committed and you're worrying a lot less. You're like, okay, cool. Go have fun with your friends. I'll see you later. Like you know that you're going to see them. You know, you know when you get in an argument or a disagreement, you can just chalk it up to the fact that couples argue. It's just how things are. And it's not going to make or break the relationship. You know, you start to just feel at ease. You may even start to talk about moving in together and really enjoying the fact that you can still both be individuals while also creating this beautiful partnership along the way. And you feel safe and you feel secure and you feel comfortable. Um, you may start to feel like things are getting a little bit bored during this period, right? Where you're planning last dates, um, things feel a little less exciting because you're just like kind of living your lives status quo. Um, and this is where you're going to have to want to re, you know, up the ante, get more creative with dates, start doing the things, start having a little bit more harder conversations. Like, do we want to get married one day? Like, do you want to have kids one day? Right. Of course, these are conversations you should have early on, but these are, this is when it starts to get way more real where you feel comfortable knowing that 
you're going to build your life with this person and you know, this is who you're going to be with. And if you're talking about moving in, it's not a matter of if, it's just a matter of when. And that comfort zone phase can feel really, really good. But don't get too comfortable that you stop putting in that effort. Like no matter what phase you're in, you should still always be dating the person that you're with by putting in an effort and complimenting them. And, you know, in this comfort zone is where you may start to, you know, learn each other's love languages a lot more, get a little bit deeper when it comes to loving each other because you're having to put a lot more effort into it because it's not feeling as like new and fresh as it used to be, right? But you know that this is your person, okay? And then the last phase, the unconditional phase. This is where you're engaged, maybe newly married, or you've been together for the freaking long haul, like me and my partner, we've been together for almost 10 years, right? And this is where it's going to take like a really, really, really massive change or shift in the relationship for it to actually come to an end. Like this is where it's like, okay, I know we are going through a really rough patch but we are going to survive it. Like the idea of a breakup is not even in the forefront of our minds, right? Maybe you experience a little bit of infidelity once, okay? Whether it's emotional or physical and a partner made a mistake and you're like, well, I don't want to let this relationship go, but we have to do everything in our power to rebuild that trust together. You know, the unconditional phase is where you know that you're with the person that you're with forever. Like this is kind of where my husband and I are at for now. And it's like, this could be a phase that you're in for like a long time for like the rest of your relationship, right? Where you want to still put the sparks in your relationship. You need to be making that effort to like create intimacy. You need to be having hard conversations about what's working and what's not working. And you will have big fights. You will have big arguments, but Regardless of all of those hard things, you two have taken the time through all of the other phases to build a really strong foundation to stand on that you know nothing can break you two apart, right? Unless some earth shattering thing happens where you fall out of love with one another or, you know, I don't know, on the rare occasion that you want to be with someone else. But that's, it's very rare that that happens. Like, you know, when you marry someone, you, hopefully get into a marriage with the idea that you're going to be with them forever. Right. So like it's unconditional. It's, it's no longer, what can you do for me? It's not, you know, what can you give, 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 give to me in order for me to want to be with you? What can you provide for me to, for want to being with you? It's just kind of like, this is our relationship and it's going to take work and we get to plan our lives together now. Um, at the end of the day and we get to go through hard times and we get to experience good times and we get to have ups and downs, but no matter what, at the end of the day, it's you and I. Um, and I think that's a beautiful place to be in, in a relationship. And to be perfectly honest, I think any phase that I just described is a really crazy yet beautiful place to be in, in any relationship. And it's going to test you as a person. It's going to test you as an individual All of these phases are going to test how you even feel about yourself and if you've done the work to heal from your past. Like it's going to kind of dictate every single phase that you experience throughout relationships because, you know, you are an individual at the end of the day. And if you're in that get to know you phase, you know, you're going to maybe overthink some things, but maybe you'll feel confident enough to just truly ask for what you want in the beginning stages, right? If you're in the honeymoon phase, you know, 
maybe you're gonna, I don't know, experience some really beautiful, amazing, fun dates and really fun and beautiful butterfly feelings. And if you do go through that like random three month breakup, it's gonna kind of test your ability to fight for something that you know to be true um, and not be so closed off to relationships that may be meant for you, right? Um, and then that year mark, that's going to test you as well. Are we going to let one argument break us apart or are we going to push through? And then the comfort zone, right? Are we going to keep putting an effort into our relationship no matter what? Because we know that, you know, this is our person. So I don't know. Relationships are always going to test you no matter what phase they are in. And they're always going to need you to show up as an individual no matter what, like regardless of what phase you're in. So you always want to make sure that you feel confident and secure and and beautiful in the skin that you're in and the mind that you share and your heart that you share with somebody else as well. So I don't know. I thought this was just kind of a fun episode um, to kind of give you maybe a little bit perspective of where you are in your relationship and maybe what you're experiencing no matter what phase you're in. Um, If you have questions about this episode, like I would love to answer any questions that you have. If you need help navigating through any of these phases that you're experiencing, I, of course, would love to help you navigate through these phases as well. I have two openings currently for private one-on-one coaching. So if you're like, "Mm, I want to work with her, I need some help, you know, shoot me a message on DM let's chat or feel free to go to my website and apply to work with me um, privately one-on-one. It's honestly a really good time to kind of do these things as we approach fall. Everyone's like getting into cuffing season. Everyone's going to start to have boyfriends and girlfriends. The weather's changing. Y'all are going to start to spend way more inside time together. So you just want to make sure that you're on the right track. You want to make sure that you're feeling good. So don't wait, right? Like I talked about in the beginning of this episode, like Don't wait any longer to create beautiful relationships because at the end of the day, the only thing that we really have to hold on to are the relationships that we create with other people. And we want to make sure that they can be the best, amazing that they could possibly be. Um, I love you all so much. Whether you're listening to this in morning, afternoon, or night, I hope you have an amazing morning, afternoon, or night. I love you, babies.